0: Hello and welcome back to the UEA wellbeing podcast for 2022. My name's Rich um, and I'm one of the wellbeing trainers here at UEA and I'm joined as always by Rach. Rach, how are you?
1: Yeah, doing all right. Thanks. How are you doing, Rich?
0: Yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. Glad to be back. Glad to be kicking Definitely. off um, 2022. Um, it's just going to be the two of us this month and there's no kind of set theme for January uh, and this is going to be another kind of bonus um, one-off pod focused on Blue Monday which is today the 17th of January um, and then as of next month we'll be back back to normal with the new theme and a new guest.
1: Awesome, so yeah before we go into discussing what Blue Monday is and some sort of tips around that um we're gonna start as we always do with our it's the little things um from the week so looking at our little wins and you know just because they're the things that often do make the bigger difference and I think probably particularly this time of year um so in the absence of a guest uh, it's gonna be over to you Rich so what is your your little things and your little win for the week or last week
0: Uh, my win for the week I had a lovely uh, day at the beach um, at the weekend Uh, the sun was out um, it was freezing cold but uh, I think the beach is one of the places where I feel kind of at my most calm um, and it was really nice to just get back to the coast um, for a little while so yeah that was definitely my win for the week what about you Rach?
1: Um, For me at the weekend I spent some time with my family and uh, that was just nice. Just um, we spent some time outside, uh, which was really good as well, even in the cold, um, which I only started complaining about uh, after a little while. Um, But yeah, just spent some time with family, really simple um, and just, yeah, really nice sort of break.
0: Nice, nice. Just as as if we didn't have enough family time over the festive period, right? I know, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Um so, like we said, in this pod, we're going to be talking about Blue Monday, which is something we kind of hear more and more about. So first of all, what is Blue Monday um, and what are we kind of going to be focusing on today? So Blue Monday is the third Monday of the year, uh, and it's supposedly the most depressing day of the year. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Rach, um, because it's something that's called gained a little bit of traction maybe over the last few years. And we hear a lot about it, but uh, Blue Mondays actually started as kind of a PR stunt to sell holidays. And there's not actually any scientific evidence showing that it is any more depressing than, than kind of any other day of the year. Did you know that?
1: No, see, I didn't actually uh, know that until we started looking into this. So I think that is quite interesting, actually, because I just always assumed that it was uh, ever, like ever. That it must be true. I've read it, so it must be true. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, But despite the fact that it's apparently nonsense, um, you know, this time of year can be difficult for many of us. And we think that low mood is something that we see is really common um, at this time of year. And especially kind of after that festive period, we're all stuck inside, it's cold, it's dark, we may be don't have the the money that we maybe want at the moment or we may be riddled with some guilt that we've already broken our new year's resolutions um and like we said there's definitely that um that susceptibility to some low mood at this time of year and I think especially for students with assessment period coming up that return to university and return to campus after hopefully a nice couple of weeks at home that can be quite difficult to kind of adjust to um, so we're going to be talking through some tips on how to help manage low mood during this period. Um, just before we kind of get started, it's really important to distinguish between um, feeling low and those temporary feel- feelings of, um, of, of feeling low, feeling down, and experiencing um, depression or a mental health problem. Those are two kind of different things. Um, and today we're very much going to be focusing on low mood. And when we're not feeling great, and some tips around that. Um, But if anyone is listening and is maybe experiencing depression or feels like they might be, we really um, recommend that you look to make an appointment with your GP um, to discuss this and get in touch with Student Services as well so that we can support you with that. Um, And the things that we're going to talk about in this podcast are, are going to relate more to the kind of wellbeing tips rather than support around a diagnosis um so i guess before we get started rachel how how are you kind of feeling at this time of year how is the new year treating you so far
1: uh it's a big question uh but i would say uh i definitely find this time of year difficult um january and february are rough months and for me it's really the mornings i can feel this um i'm not a morning person anyway but this time of year when it's dark when i'm waking up um definitely felt um in the last few days even though you kind of come into the new year kind of optimistic you know new year new me but actually um same me but a slightly more tired version who really struggles (laughs) to get out of bed so I'm struggling with mornings at the moment um if I'm honest um and sort of definitely feeling that pull of the as you kind of described all those things uh that we experience coming to the end of the year and starting the new year but how about you?
0: Yeah, no. And that's okay, though, to feel like that, I think. Um, yeah, very much the same. You know me um, and my feelings towards cold weather. I'm not <laughs> not a fan of it. And although it's been quite mild lately, you know, you know me wrapped up in about four coats. Um, yeah, not a big fan of the cold and the wet and the dark. Um, and it definitely does have an impact on kind of my mood and definitely my energy levels. Um, but I think I'm coping okay so far. Fingers crossed, and getting back to work and kind of refocusing ahead of the year. So, um, you know, I'm doing okay. But I think hopefully some of these tips that we're going to discuss are going to prove useful for us too as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, as we go through these things, we need to hold ourselves accountable for the next month that we that we're doing them as well. Absolutely. Um, so uh, thanks, there, Rich. What we're going to do is we're just going to talk through some sort of top five suggestions about managing low mood over this time so I'm going to kick us off with number one um which is about the sort of foundations of self-care so um it's about eating well staying active and forming good sleeping habits now this one almost seems too obvious sometimes I think um but actually it can make such a big difference to not only how we feel physically, but also mentally as well. And the two kind of feed into each other. Um, And I think especially when we're feeling lower and that motivation is low, it can really help to kind of just focus on those basics um, and getting those right, right, rather than trying to make these sort of big changes, especially when we're not feeling great. Um, so when we're thinking about starting small, it can be thinking about when we think about staying active. We might not be going to run every day um, or at all, but we can think about, OK, what's realistic as a starting point? So, for example, going for a 20 minute walk. Um, what's great is, um, you know, we have a beautiful campus and actually it takes roughly around 20 minutes to walk around the lake. So a nice starting point to think, OK, I'll do a walk around the lake. Um, and that's a nice, nice little win. And I think also with the foundations of self-care is um, I like to see them as a bit of a barometer for how we're doing. So if we are taking those steps to try and eat well, stay active and and sleep as well as we can, and we're still struggling, that's generally quite a good barometer of, OK, there's something else going on here that maybe needs to be addressed. And maybe I do need that additional support. Um so, yeah, we like to see that as that foundation and that and that starting point. But particularly when we're feeling low, why not focus on those basics and there are wins?
0: Yeah, I really like that point. And like you said, although that is, you know, it's really simple, isn't it? I think it, it is so effective. And I think it's something I've probably come to appreciate a bit more as I've got a bit older. And I think maybe took it for granted a little bit previously. I like to think of it now as that kind of looking after the hardware versus the software. And I think if you <laughs> can do those basic things look after the hardware look after our body and having that eating right sleeping well staying active I think you know although it is super simple and so many times we're told that when we're younger and we maybe think oh you know that's not going to make me feel better actually getting those things right can have a really really positive effect doesn't necessarily solve all our problems um but it's a really really good starting place so I really like those ones
1: yeah definitely and I think I didn't used to always make the connection of just how much difference it can make to how I'm feeling um and I'm like okay what what am I eating <laughs> and once I've had a few days of eating a bit better and getting out a bit more it does make a difference And like you said it doesn't solve everything but it is that starting point
0: absolutely um so the next one that we're going to talk about is about uh keeping or creating a routine um, um routines basically create structure and help to promote mental, physical and emotional health. Um, they're particularly important at this time of year, when many of us have kind of lost our normal routines over the festive period, a little bit like what we were just speaking about Rach, mm-hmm. um, and especially for students having some time away for university, it's really common to maybe have lost track of some of those normal everyday, day-to-day routines. Um, but actually the start of a new year can be a great time to re-establish or create those new routines whether that's talking about some kind of resolutions that some people might set using this time of year for some goal setting or whether it's actually just getting back to that normal day-to-day lifestyle being back at work or back at uni Um, and when we're talking about routines this can involve a really wide range of things and it can um, look really different for different people. But this could include from what time we wake up and eat and go to sleep. So again, kind of focusing on some of those basics, that routine can really help to reinforce and give some kind of discipline and structure around those. It might be about, again, when and how often we exercise. It might be about what times of day we're performing certain tasks at. Or it might be looking at establishing little habits like daily journeying or practising gratitude. Um, but this could be something as small and as simple as making your bed when you get up. And I think that's something that I kind of learned probably when I was a kid, actually, that just that really simple action at the start of each day can have a really positive knock-on effect on the rest of your day and actually have one small one you know takes less than a minute to do and actually has a really positive impact on the rest of your day
1: um
0: and i always think the key thing when we're talking about routines is all about making it work for you um so for example if you like to stay up late Don't try to make a 4 a.m. wake up part of your daily routine because that's just not going to work for you. We are all different. Our bodies are all going to work differently and we're going to have different preferences. And it's just about working out how we can organize our day in a way that works best for us um and establishing and sticking to a daily routine has been shown to reduce feelings of stress and anxiety as well as many other benefits like improving our diet and exercise habits um as well as promoting positive self-care
1: yeah i really like the points you made there rich i think especially about that um making it work for you and it being something that's like realistic i was wondering is there anything that sort of what is particularly works for you for routine that you try and do
0: um Yeah, I think it's something that I'm, especially this year, I'm really trying to focus on my morning routine and really get that down. Um, I think, obviously, we had Megan speak about it, you know, about her morning routine and our burnout pod. Um, I think there's a few things that she kind of said that resonated with me. I'm someone that likes to get up early anyway. Um, But just really kind of making my morning and that kind of two or three hours that I have maybe before starting work or, or just, you know, when it's just kind of me up and about, making that work for me as best as possible and helping me feel better later in the day by really kind of investing some some energy into that first part of the day. And I think that's something that I personally find really useful. I often find it difficult to really try and structure my whole day. And I think there's lots of elements of like having a routine that I can find quite difficult because I'm someone that quite likes to have, a bit of flexibility and variation yeah. in my days I really struggle when it's kind of the same thing day after day after day whereas for some people that's you know really helpful um but just having that kind of real set just the first couple of hours in the morning is just something that helps me feel a bit more grounded and centered in the morning and helps set me up for the rest of the day um how about you
1: um yeah I really like that especially the idea of keeping it small like rather than trying to plan out the whole day that can actually be more stressful. Uh, so for me it's um I use the Headspace app to do some mindfulness and meditation and I try and make sure that I just do that every day. Uh, the intention is in the morning because it helps really set me up for the day. Um, however I just try and make sure that it is at some point every day I make time to do that. Um, and that really helps because that's a bit of structure, no matter if I'm working or not working and however I'm feeling, I know it's like that is something that is part of my day.
0: Yeah, nice. I think that's it, isn't it? It doesn't necessarily have to be that whole routine. It can just be those one or two habits that we have that are really set I like that. Cool.
1: Um, and that sort of brings us on to our third uh, tip and suggestion, which is being kind to yourself. Um so it's really normal to experience um, low mood and, and it's something that we all will from time to time. Um, but when we harden ourselves for feeling that way, that we, we can actually make ourselves feel worse and make the problem worse. So it's about going easy on ourselves and um, often say it's about trying to talk to yourself like you would if you were talking um, to a friend. And it can sometimes, I guess, when we think about being kind, I'll sound a bit fluffy, maybe, but there is like lots of research now that shows that being kind to ourselves um, or self-compassion, as it's also called, um, can actually help our brain to function better. So rather than that kind of traditional approach of, you know, tough love just sort of suck it up and power through all those that language that I still hear quite a lot. Um, it actually that can actually increase our stress response response and actually reduces that brain function. So being kind to ourselves is actually shown to be more, more helpful rather than it being this kind of loose concept that someone just kind of came up with, um, and being that more sort of f- fluffy approach or whatever. Um, and it can help to think actually. You know if we're saying it's about to tr- like as if we were talking to our friend um actually think okay if you know it was a friend experiencing low mood and you were talking to them what what would you say what kind of advice would you give and maybe even jot that down and then try and act on that advice for yourself and use that to help you it can be a really good um guide and a really nice way to to help yourself in those moments um and actually, when we're talking about being kind to ourselves, it's also about how we are with everyone, isn't it? So... Um... Often when we are feeling in a lower mood, um, I guess I'm talking for myself, but I'm hoping other people can relate. I can be more irritable uh, and not as fun to be around. Uh, So I think it's important as well as thinking about being um, kind to ourselves. Also think about being kind to others and how we interact. We don't know what anyone else is experiencing, but we do know we are all collectively going through this same time of year, which we have said at the start is that is a shared experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And again, some really nice points in there. And I think definitely that idea of it's not just something that, you know, is a good kind of quote or slogan or something that's a bit fluffy, that actually it is this really important skill that does have such a positive impact on ourselves and on the people around us is really, really important. And I think for me, it's probably something that, you know, I think I've probably not been that good at, particularly with myself, Um, you know, kind of looking back especially when I was younger. So I think kindness is really one of those values that I want to kind of really focus on this year. I think think that's something that's really important.
1: Nice.
0: Um, Our fourth point is about avoiding avoidance. Um, You're probably thinking, what on earth does that mean? Um, So I'll try and explain that a little bit. So firstly, avoidance is a common habit for many people when we experience low mood and is one of our body's natural response to stress and what we mean by that is just simply when things get a little bit stressful or we face some of the problems we you know a really common way to deal with them is just to to put them off to push them away to procrastinate on them to not focus on them uh, and to try and run away and avoid them Um, However, avoidance doesn't help to solve problems or improve our moods, so it's not a particularly helpful coping mechanism. Um, And instead, it prolongs the problems that we're facing and the feelings that we're feeling attached to those problems um, because we aren't dealing with them. Um, So avoidance behaviour patterns can be difficult to break on our own, especially when we're feeling low, but recognising when we are trying to avoid things and recognising these behaviours of avoidance in ourselves is a great first step towards positive action. So once we've recognised this behaviour in ourselves, we want to try and avoid it. So that's what I mean when I say avoid avoidance. Um, And we can do this in a number of ways um, by taking small steps like trying to tackle some of our more difficult tasks. Earlier in the day has been shown to be effective for everyone. And that's not just people like me that are morning people, even people that function a little bit better later in the day or at night. It's been proved for everyone that it's more effective to try and tackle those more difficult tasks earlier in the day rather than kind of putting them off to the afternoon or the evening. Um, talking to other people about how you're feeling is really, really important. Um, and using your friends or your family or the, the people around you that you trust to help keep you accountable uh, for the things that are really important to you is also a really good strategy to help um, break some of those avoidance behaviours. Um, and as always, it's really important to reach out for further support if you feel like you are struggling with avoidance. I think particularly with kind of assessment periods coming up and obviously people's workloads starting to increase again over the second half of the year. Um, these behaviours are really common um, and they can be really difficult to to deal with and they can have a really negative impact, not only on the way we feel, but also on our studies. So I just really recommend that if that's something that you may be recognizing in yourself, it's OK to think, actually, I might need a little bit of help with this to just help get me out of some of these bad habits.
1: Yeah, some really good points there, Rich. And I think something that's um, helped me over the years around this avoidance, it's a, it's a huge um, thing, really, really common, that sort of procrastination, is I sort of stop waiting for motivation to hit that makes sense because actually yeah, that motivation never comes <laughs> yeah, So like yeah. even like little things like with the washing up or something I think I'll wait till I feel like doing it surprisingly that never happens never feel so, like washing up
0: no <laughs> no
1: so for me it's like I kind of changed that thing in my head to think actually rather than waiting for motivation I would take that sort of proactive um, and make those proactive choices ahead of that and just go okay well I'm not going to feel like doing it but I'm going to do it anyway yeah. um, and that helped really switch things for me and I could see that I wasn't going to get to that point where I was ever like wanting to do the thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a really great example, even of something small like doing the washing up, which I think we all we all hate, really, don't we?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so at the end of your point as well, sort of brought us in nicely into the uh, last tip that we have um, around managing low mood. So number five is actually talk about it. Uh, so, as you said, Rich, about reaching out for support if we are struggling um, and actually acknowledging it is um, a difficult time of year. And that's regardless of anything else that we might have going on as well. And so it can be really helpful to talk about it um, with friends and family, people around us. Um, sort of opening up can be a great way to connect with other people and it gives other people that opportunity to share as well because we make um struggling normal um but i think also it is about reaching out um for more formal support as well and sort of rather than feeling like okay someone's got it worse than i have or maybe it's not that bad really common things that we hear actually if it is impacting your day-to-day life um in any in any way Uh, it is worth reaching out and seeing what support there might be available. Um, So just to really emphasise that um, Student Services are here to help um, and you can access that support in a number of ways. Um, But the best way um, is to fill an online referral form. So if you go onto the My UEA portal um, and you search UEA Student Services online referral form, that will get you to the right place Um, and then when that referral form has gone through by staff we will make sure we get you to the right right place for that support as well
0: yeah super super important and I think just to kind of really emphasize that point that you just made it's not about thinking oh well you know I'm starting to feel this or maybe I'm recognizing you know some of those bad habits or I feel like I need a little bit of help but actually maybe I can deal with it okay on my own at the moment or it's not it's not, you know, I'm able to cope with this. Or I'm able to get by or or maybe some other people's problems are bigger than mine at the moment. It's not about having that attitude and going back to speaking to ourselves with kindness. I think it's about recognising that and actually having that really proactive approach to reaching out can be really, really effective. And that doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, uh, a therapy session or speaking to one of our advisors. It might even just be... Um, Attending a workshop, for example, but I think any of those, um, any of the ways that we support students can be really, really useful. So whether it's a study cafe, whether it's a workshop, whether it's a, uh, an appointment with an advisor, I don't think you can kind of reach out for that too early, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, definitely not
0: um brilliant so kind of reflecting on those kind of five key points that we've talked about is there any of those that really stand out for you rachel what's kind of the what's kind of the one that you're going to be focusing on over the rest of this month
1: um i'm going to try and do all of them but um (laughs) (laughs) i think my sort of top one would be that sort of foundations of self-care Um, I when I'm um, feeling low, I find myself feeling overwhelmed quite quickly. And so it really helps. I think often I want to feel better. So rather than do that, what I think is more about actually, it's about holding myself steady, because I know that feeling will pass. So when I'm holding myself steady, um, I'm going to just focus on those foundations. So am I eating well? Am I staying active? Am I forming those good sleeping habits? And that's going to be my my focus for the month. And I think if I'm getting that right, I'm doing uh, that's my win.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like that. Holding myself steady. I think that's a really good kind of motto to live by almost.
1: Yeah, definitely. How about you? What's your, um, what's your main think, focus for the month going to be? I
0: think I've got to kind of focus on, like I spoke about, that routine is something I'm really trying to invest a lot of effort into at the moment and uh it's not something that I'm getting right every single day and I think that that's okay um you know there's some mornings where I'll I'll sleep from my alarm or I won't quite fit in everything that I want to fit in in the morning or I don't quite feel like doing that workout this morning whatever it might be that you know we're all gonna have some days like that say that we're 11 days into the year (laughs) already had (laughs) already had a few of those days but I think that's okay and it's just about kind of feeling it out and working it out as we go in terms of right what is working what's not working what do i need to change and actually i don't have to make all these changes at once it's maybe just about making positive steps in the right direction to get towards where i want to be because i think if we try and set our sights on too many things and too many changes all at once that can be really difficult to sustain and can kind of be a little bit overwhelming and and um just remembering that it's all right when things go wrong i think a lot of time when people set themselves kind of resolutions as soon as they have one day where they go wrong they go right that's it yeah that's that's it Resol- resolution scrapped back to, back to normal but actually you know that's okay you know it's a, it's a it's a minor setback as a it's a it's a step backwards but actually i can continue to make steps forward the next day and the day after
1: yeah definitely um good choice i also like that we both picked Um, our own ones that we spoke about as well so yeah yeah, I know what that says (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. no my one's the most important (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah brilliant so before we kind of wrap up obviously each month we like to ask um our guest to share our well-being gone wrong um which is when you've tried something uh to look after yourself and maybe it hasn't quite worked so uh Rachel, have you got anything that's kind of come up for you that's this another world being gone wrong?
1: Yeah, so of course we normally ask um <laughs> guests for this, so I had I've had to delve into the into the archives of my, <laughs> my wonderful life. And uh, yes, I did manage to come up with another one. Uh, so this was um quite a few years ago now. Um I just want to point out before I start telling the story. <laughs> and um It was about, so the well-being was about, um, had quite a lot of stuff going on. And so what I wanted to do was um, give myself a little bit of a lion and a bit of a rest. So it may have been about midday and I was still um, in my dressing gown and hadn't done a huge amount with my day. I'd been doing some life admin in the house, but hadn't yet got dressed. So there's the the well-being intention um so what I decided to do was to um take out the recycling uh so I guess that's also self-care maybe looking after myself cleaning up the house um and anyway I took the recycling out and for some reason still unknown to me um I decided to pull the door shut as I left the house um at the point when I closed the house um and closed the door sorry I uh remembered that the house self-locks um so there was no way of getting back in without a key and i was in my dressing gown so i had no key and no phone so um i put the recycling in the bin and mildly freaked out and decided that i was going to have to go um and knock on the neighbor's door so i had to go around to the front of the house which is on a road um in my dressing gown and knocked on the door um a lovely <laughs> my lovely neighbour opened up looked fairly um wielded and bemused perhaps I should say when she opened the door um because of course I was like i have to use your phone to try and get hold of someone so they can get me into the house anyway so she let me in and I had to call my parents because it's the only number that I knew off by heart, and I was um, in my mid-20s at this point as well. So I had to phone my parents to call my sister, who I lived with at the time, and then she had to come and bring me a key to let me back in the house. Um, And she was at work, so I then sat in my neighbor's house in my dressing gown for an hour, um, made some great small talk, found out she's also a twin, all sorts. And eventually, my sister did turn up, um, opened the door, laughed at me quite a lot, um, and then did let me back into the house eventually. And uh, from then on, the, the neighbour always distinguished or tried to distinguish who I was um, versus my sister by um, asking me, um, was I the twin who locked myself out of the house? <laughs> um, <laughs> to which I always had to reply, yes. Yes, that was me. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah,
0: thanks for that. Uh just a slightly embarrassing morning then.
1: Yeah, not ideal.
0: Not <laughs> so I mean the intentions were all there, weren't they? They were yeah. such good intentions. Um, so what's the kind of lesson learned then from that? Other than maybe don't lock yourself out of your house?
1: Yeah, yeah, that one I mean, surprisingly I have not done that again. So I suppose I've learnt that lesson. <laughs> Uh, if I'm thinking from a well-being perspective, I would say in that moment, I was in my own head. So had I been present and thinking, I would not have shut that door. So I think with well-being, it's not so much the how you do it, it's uh, the what you do, it's how you do it. So um, it's about my lesson is being present with and being mindful with whatever um, sort of self-activity I've decided to do, because that's the bit that actually um it's helpful unhelpful it's
0: yeah yeah
1: out of the house
0: absolutely it's not what you do it's how you do it i think that's a good a good lesson to take from that yeah yeah definitely <laughs> <sharing>
1: <laughs> you are very welcome and i'm <laughs> glad that next uh next pod it will not be me uh <laughs> sharing in more story. stories
0: from the archive
1: but, yeah someone else can uh and share something um <laughs> so that is us coming to the end um of our podcast thanks so much for listening um as always with everything we're talking about around well-being and mental health just to stress the importance of if you are struggling at all um please do reach out for support also do check out um all our other social media channels are on instagram twitter and facebook and we have a youtube channel as well and see what we've got sort of coming up um over the next month and just to let you know next month um at the start of february so in a couple of weeks, um, will be a new theme, um, which is going to be procrastination. So we've got a member of Student Services coming in to chat to us around some tips around procrastination, how it can help. And also um, we're going to be releasing some videos around that as well. So, yeah, just want to say thanks, Rich, um, for joining. Nice uh, two of us to kick off the year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll speak to you all soon. See you yeah. soon.
0: See you soon, guys. Thanks, Rich.
1: back.